Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Palmer bet on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight up screamer. Download our app today and enjoy straight up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same game multi at Palmerbet. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. Welcome to Talking Harness in WA with Mawson Michael Radley. Yes, it's Friday, which means Gloucester Park tonight and also Talking Harness WA here on SEN Track five, uh, 657. And uh, a big show coming up. One of the nice guys and champion trainers of the industry, Dave Thompson, to talk about uh, his couple of go around tonight and very good chances. Uh, got the cash for us last week. And we'll also deep dive into a few races from Gloucester Park and go around the grounds, as always, with Jason Bonington and also Ben Cray. And a good, uh, a big welcome to Glenn Mortimer. And uh, Glenn, wasn't a bad night at uh, Gloucester Park last Friday night for us? It was a good night. Uh, Bomber finished up uh, in front of around about 1.45 units, which was great. And great weekend last weekend in harness racing. It was almost like the Battle of the States. We've got uh, the Bull, who went 153.2. Cash and Flow, 149.2, tenth time, you know, 150 or better. Lock and Var Art, and then across the ditch to um, Self Assured. So, some great racing, really good racing. Yeah, great quality equines. And uh, if, we can, if we can only get them to, in one spot where we can see them race together, it's going to be fantastic. But uh, yeah, look, the, the, the quality of horses going around at the moment is, is really good. And uh, one stable that's actually going great guns at the moment is. The Dave Thompson stable, our man Scotty uh, Bomber Thompson, uh, Bomber <laughs> Bomber Hill, um, labelled Max Gold one of his best last uh, week, and it was a peach of a drive by Dylan Edgerton Green on Rawa Harness. He signalled his intention to go three three pence, uh, three fence. Everything just happened for him in in front. He got out at the right time, and uh, let's have a listen to what he did to him uh, in the concluding stages. And then came Extreme Prince. Clarendon Hustlers trying to get out in the straight. And it's our virtuoso Chewers the light. But Max Gold rolling down the centre of the track has sped to the front. Maximum demand is getting out at massive odds. But Max Gold comes away. And Max Gold wins it well from Chewers the light. Yeah, it was, a, it was an easy ride from about the 600 when uh, there was the, the field started to break up and uh, Dylan was just uh, able to, to pop off the pegs and uh, then decide to come th- three wide when he needed to. And he got the cash and... Uh, punters rejoiced all around the country, I think, and uh, a man that would have been very happy with his trainer. And Dave Thompson joins us this morning. Dave, how are you? Yeah, good, thank you. Yeah, all good. Mate, uh, the the race couldn't have worked out better last week for yourself and, and Dylan Edgerton and Green. It just unfolded beautifully in front of him. Oh, yeah, incredible. I had one of the owners said to me, geez, the way he won, you know, You'd, you'd love to have a couple of a big bet on him. And I went, mate, if we hadn't known he was going to get that run, you would have a big bet on him. <laughs> uh, but but I was really impressed with his last 100 when he when he sort of gave him a flick and he, he really put him away, you know. I was, yeah, real happy with him. Yeah, no, it was, yeah, a, so. was a terrific run, uh, Dave. Really good run in the stables. Um, 
stable's going really well at the moment, which is uh, which is great. So uh, we've got a couple of. Um, I think you've got three in tonight. You've got uh, two in the first, and um, and um, Max Gold as well. So hopefully, should be a uh, a great night for you tonight at Gloucester Park. Yeah, um, we've got three, and and I mean two, two in the zoo. He's yeah. Um, Karen's down as a trainer, but we're all sort of a team, you know. And um, yeah, I I had a bit of health issues and um, I didn't look like being able to get a licence so Karen got her licence in case we needed to put them in her name but it all turned out okay so we left we left um, Al Perkins and Who's Hill Mazoo in her name and they've been going pretty good too so all part of the one team Good to share so, the love yeah, around pretty... now, Yeah good. exactly <laughs> I think Dave, the money still goes in the same account. <laughs> That's the main thing. Now, Dave, I noticed uh, I was just looking at an a interview you did a couple of years ago and um, I saw you wearing a Bombers short, uh, shirt. Are you a Bombers fan, are you? Um, well, I'll get in trouble for this, friend, but <laughs> i got two teams. Two teams? Yes, yeah, so I. Port Adelaide. Oh, Port Adelaide, so okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, South Australia. Grew up, up in South Australia and then when Port Adelaide got into the into the league, everyone said, are you going to barry for now? I said, I'll barry for both of them. Oh, and, well done. Uh, they said, you can't do that. I said, I'll have as many teams as I like. <laughs> so I've, I've got two teams. Oh, we'll stick with the Bombers. Yeah, but um, old Bombers are struggling a bit at the moment, though. Oh, they, you got another win last week. They did their best to try and lose it, and uh, the Port uh, Power were very good the other night. So they're going yeah. as well as your stable at the moment, Dave, which is great, uh, great news. Yeah. So, oh, well, we've got to take every... Win that we can, don't we? Yeah. So, yep. Mate, tonight you've got Otis in the first race at 2.30 and, and the favourite, uh, and also uh, Rock and Roll Elliot, who's the outsider of the field. But uh, this horse, Otis, geez, he looks a, a nice type, and he's, the last two he, he's really put it together, and, and they were two really solid wins. Yeah, um, lovely horse, and the way he's built and all the rest of it, you think he'd get better. Um he, you know, in in the heat of the, no, it was heat of the pearl, I think. Like we we're gonna we we're gonna qualify no no risk and got knocked over when galloped in front of us, and so we missed out on that. And then because because of that, we didn't get a run in the West spread. So things haven't gone real good for him. But as soon as he, and and then he went to. Um, in Jarrah twice in a row and sat in the breeze and run a half of 55 or something. And, yeah, as, as soon as he could get a bit of luck, like he's won, he's won his next two, you know? Yeah. So, lovely horse. Yeah, so, yeah. One, one last start uh, very well tonight. Um, tonight you'd expect him to roll to the front and be very hard to beat? Yeah. Um, I'd expect him to lead and... Uh, and be very hard to beat. I think we've got to be a, just a little bit careful that um, there could be a couple of sweepers. So we've probably got to put it this way. You don't want to go 27-7 down the back and 29 and a half home, or you might get something coming over the top of you. So I'd rather, you know, turn them around a bit, and we should be should be right. 
And uh, Max Gold again, again in race number seven. He's drawn beautifully again inside the back line, and there looks to be a lot of speed here. There you go. And you think Stroke of Luck has got to put himself in the race at some stage as well, um, who's back in great after racing Chicago Bull last week. But the speed up front may actually help your horse again here. Uh, yeah, I was... I mean, I, I never... I never give too many instructions, but... And I was thinking about, do we got to come away from the rail? But there you go, went a fair bit better last week. So he might want to hold up this week. Um, if he holds up, be happy to be through the fence. But if he's going to hand to one of the halls, well, all of a sudden you're too far back. So, but, um, yeah, that, that's why we employ Dylan Edgerton Green. He makes those right decisions for us. Well, if you tell them what to do, you can't blame them, can you? <laughs> that's exactly <laughs> right. Um, yeah. we, we might just take a trip down memory lane. Let's go back to uh, 2011, I think it was. And this is uh, your champion, David Hercules, on a trip to Melbourne smashing up those Victorians in a four-year-old Vic Bread series final. And David Hercules has left them standing on the turn. Leads 12 metres, Modern Warrior. Then composed, rough and tumble, jack and flight, wider on the track. But it's the West Australian, a mile in front. David Hercules, composed, running a good race with Modern Warrior, battling out the miners, but it's all David Hercules. David Hercules beat composed, a good effort second. Yeah, over two and a half lengths, he beat those Victorians. And uh, your very good mate, the late great Gavin Lang in the sulky and uh, we played it because your great mate Gavin Lang drove the horse Dave and um, really sad that uh, that Gavin's no longer with us but uh, you had some great times both with the horse David Hercules and also uh, your, your great mate Gav. Yeah um, yeah tell me favourites I still go and see Hercules most Sundays yeah. um, we go because we I always go out and um, have a beer with the owner on a Sunday and always take her some carrots. <laughs> and uh, I like to kid myself that he's glad to see me, but I'm pretty sure he's glad to see the carrots. <laughs> he, he, so, um, he, he was one of those rare horses that was great at every age too. He, he won oh. a, a sales classic and a, and a, and a champagne. He won um, the, the Caduceus Club and Western Gateway got beat ahead in the derby. He, he went over Victoria and, and beat those uh, Victorians in the four-year-old races and, you know, placings in pacing cups. And, and, and the three-year-old. Yeah, the, the three-year-old. And, and then, you know, he, he won a, he won a, a Fremantle Cup, cup uh, you know, probably, uh, what, six or seven? Uh, like, he was just one of those horses that you don't get to see him these days that can be great at every age group. Oh, unbelievable. Hey. And yeah, how, how lucky was I? He um, he's just a great horse, and yeah, as you say, like you get beat ahead in the Derby, and uh, and then you know even even one of his last runs in the 2015 Inters final in Sydney. Yep. He he went enormous, but yeah, nothing yeah nothing went right. Um, you know, he was, he was just a great horse right to the end, and I was so lucky when we could go to Melbourne and because uh, my brother's over there and my brother's Kate Gas dad, and I used to be able to leave him there and um, you know come home and know everything was going to be right, and uh, so we had a lot of help with him on, on the way, but a um, oh, great horse, yeah. Wish I could find another one. 
Mate, it's been great chatting with you. As always, we've we've uh, gone over a little bit on time, but um, for you, Dave, I think it's worth it. And, mate, uh, thanks for joining us, and uh, we'll see you at uh, Gloucester Park in the near future. And good luck tonight, David. No worries, Ken. Good chat. See ya. Good on you. David Thompson there, and uh, one of the real nice guys, but tell you what, champion trainer and always finds a nice one. Yeah, look, he's had um, a great um, uh, partnership over the years with, you know, some of the horses that were um, bred by Steve Johnson. Yep. Um, you know, one of the best breeders in WA and uh, took David Hercules across East six times. Yep. Best mile rate, 152.7. Uh, as you said, Fremantle Cup, Harness Horse of the Year, just uh, was an absolute warrior at every age. So, And Dave, great bloke and a bomber supporter, so <laughs> even better. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's take a break. And uh, this is uh, Talking Harness WA on SEN 657 for Retrovision. Loans 123, Tap Touch and Bayswater Mazda. And as we go to the break, from one uh, established champion trainer to an up-and-coming trainer, Corey Peterson, isn't he? Doing a good job. And he took out the feature event last week, the Higgins Memorial, with one for Dave and me. And Woodley Ragnar, Pierre Whippy, close up from Palmerson is lifting and one for David Me is into the clear and starting to descend as well. Woodley Ragnar got an inside run and then came Affluent Bell. Well, no, too fast, too serious. Can't quite go on and get past Palmerson. He comes again though. Then one for David Me. Further back, Woodley Ragnar. Pierre Whippy from the back of the field as well. It's too fast, too serious. He's coming back on one for David Me. Woodley Ragnar, Pierre Whippy, one for David Me has taken the lead, drawn clear and one for David Me as one from too fast. <laughs> You're listening to Talking Harness in WA with Morton Michael Radley. This is Talking Harness in WA with Morton Michael Radley. Convert scenario to the outside and then came Strike of Luck and Kiriskiro around the turn. Chicago pull in front. Convert scenario is down the outside and then Strike of Luck in front. Chicago pull. Strike of Luck is late. Chicago pull in front. A Strike of Luck and the mighty champion has done it again. Chicago pull. He's an absolute yeah, star. Yeah, he just keeps on getting better and better, Chicago pull. He's back and they bet 250 about him as well. 27 for the second quarter, 27 for the third quarter and home in 29. But uh, he was just fabulous again. And Stroke Luck was really good up in class. He drops back to class tonight. Um, and we might uh, hear a little bit more about him later on. But uh, he he was pretty good. Um, Stroke Luck as Chicago Bull, just too good. We won't get 250 about him tonight, unfortunately. He goes up in race number nine, which is the Tab Touch race where he plays over 17.30 from Barrier 6 at 1.03. You're an SEN uh, Talking Harness WA, SEN Track 657, brought to you by Retrovision, your local WA electrical appliance specialist. RAC members save additional 5% every day. Loans 123 for car loans, debt consolidations. Steve Sell, the man there at loans123.com.au. And also we've got Bayswater Mazda. Driving is better with a Bayswater Mazda. And, of course, Tab Touch and Gloucester Park. And let's get into the Gloucester Park meeting. And our form expert, as always, is Scott Bomberhill. How are you, Scott? Good, thanks, Brad. How are you? Good. Wasn't a bad week last week. A uh, few things worked out in our favour, including Max Gull. We just spoke to Dave Thompson, and uh, things couldn't have worked out better for us. No, that was a, a nice uh, nice drive there from Dylan. He, he just dropped him there three pegs, and the gaps come at the right time, and it was a, a pretty easy watch at around the $5 mark. So, yeah, a few more of those would be nice. 
And they're going to combine this first race uh, that we're going to look at, which is race number one, which comes up at 5.17 tonight, which is uh, a two-year-old event. And uh, let's go through a quick market for uh, Tab Touch. Soho uh, Gigolo at $19. Otis for uh, our man Dave Thompson and uh, Dylan Edgerton Green, the driver uh, of the moment, at two thirty and favourite. Number three is Power Plat, $14. Our Shelley Beach, 19 Rock and Roll Elliott, 61 Armour Einstein at six fifty. Star of Willoughby at fourteen, Robbie Rocket at four sixty, and the Good Life outside the front line at four dollars, and we got one horse on the back line, El Daytona at twenty one dollars, and Bomber uh, Otis two thirty. Not a bad race though. Power plays don't been really good this year. Robbie Rocket continues to to run good races, and Armand Einstein is also running uh, racing well. But two thirty about Otis, and uh, he's drawn the best of those runners in Barrier Two. Yeah, I think that's the key, Rads. He he draws that perfect marble in two. He, he's certainly not you know, he's not brilliant off the gate, but he'll be quick enough to hold the outside horses. And I'm pretty confident that the one will be more than happy to take a sit on him. He last week he was very he was very impressive two starts ago up in Jarrah coming off the back line when he worked to find the front and just ran away from them and, and gapped a pretty you know pretty average field. But last week at uh, Glossparky, he went into a much harder race. He had uh, Sugar Street sitting on his outside. They he copped a fifty-six and a half middle middle half there, fifty-six five middle half there, and yet still had enough to hold on at the end. I don't think there's as much pressure coming tonight. And apart from you know the couple that are drawn out in eight and nine in Robbie Rocket and the Good Life, this is certainly no harder. Uh, I think he's going to get an easier time in front, and I expect him to zip home and be too good for them. A power play, um, despite a couple of duck eggs next to its name, uh, been racing in very good uh, company and won two before the the two big zeros. Um, and like you say, Robbie Rocket, the good life. So those three horses have been racing in better company. So like you said, it's going to get down to if we get an easy lead, it'd uh, be very, very hard to get around. But if there is any pressure, there could be uh, there could be a couple of chances there at value. Yeah, absolutely. I think Robbie Rocket is definitely the one. If he goes back at the start and power play does go up and, and you know, overly test Otis and maybe even the good life, he'll look to come round at some point if the if the pace drops too much. Robbie Rocket can reel off really, really good sectionals. So he's the one that frightens me the most. But I think Otis will, uh, on the pegs, running the times that he can run, I really can't see them getting around him just based on barrier draws, really. Yeah, David Thompson seemed uh, quietly confident tonight. Uh said the horse is just going to improve and get better and better. So what's our what's our staking plan in the first bomber? Uh, he, I've got Otis as a, as a three-unit bet. I, he's probably half a point. I, I marked him $1.80. Um, and I thought, you know, if Robbie Rocket got out to a silly price around the $6 mark, we could uh, have a saver of a unit on him. But I wouldn't be taking anything under $6 just based on those barrier draws. Nice, confident bet to uh, to kick off the night uh, there, Bomber, which is what we like to see. And then we head off to race three where Rads has got the markets for us. Yeah, off the track, more than just a racehorse pace over the 21.30 metres. And we have Allwood's Rock and Roll at $12. Just Wing It, the favourite for Chris Lewis at $165. Art Tudor at $440. Boom Time uh, for Chris Folk at $390. Karuba, $101. Ignite the Passion, $126. Regal Ambition, 100. Sir Nicholas, 126. Who's Who in the Zoo at $91, rounding out the front line. And on the back line, we have Minimum rage at, Wage, I should say, at $26. Blue Blazer 
at $11 and all the whispers at 101 and the favourite here is drawn two again and it's just wing it for Chris Lewis at 165 here Scott Yeah he's the one for me here uh, Rads is the leader I think at this point in his career he's just a bit of a one trick pony he's, he's going to have to find the front or he's going to find it hard in his races he, he went through from the back line at Bunbury last start to sit outside a really good mare. And uh, initially, he, he got beat 10 metres just to the eye. He probably looked a little bit uh, little bit under what I thought he would run there. But when I went back and analysed the sectionals and the wet track, he was only beaten 10 metres. They ran really quick time. He had to push through from the back line. And he started to pull a little bit mid-race there after being used early. I think he said it was a lot better in front tonight and I, I really can't find a way for him to get beat. I, I marked him at his current price. Uh, I thought he, he was a little bit better than that early, but there's been good support for him and I can fully understand that. Yeah, his first up win, he really hit the line very strongly and um, just looked like a nice horse. And as you said, the last start looked a little disappointing, but he did over race in a, uh, a very good um, good field and... A little bit out wider, boom time, held up last start. Must be some chance as well, Bomber. Yeah, well, he's he's also a little bit one-dimensional um, in that he needs to be driven with a sit and just hope that the, the runs come late. He, he's probably got a really, really quick forward of 500-metre sprint and not much more. Um, and I, I just think the leader gets a really, really easy time of it here, and he's only going to have to dash that last 600, um, which just makes it mathematically impossible from, from what I can see. So the minimum we need to take is a dollar sixty-five, and what's the um, how many units on this one, uh, Bomber? He's a three-unit bet as well. I'm I'm super confident. I, I really can't find one to beat him. Might be a nice little all-up race one, number two, and a race three, number two, Bomber for us. Not a bad, not a bad play at all, Reds. All right, we're going to come back and have a look at a couple of races straight after this. But as we go to the break, we're going to get a killer Baron. Last Sunday, and a great drive for Shannon Savalco. Came off the second line of the stand start, but managed to weave his way through. Once he found the front, was going to be awfully hard to beat. And uh, that proved, uh, he just proved too strong here with a, 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 a lazy six and a half length victory. Behind those runners there was I'm Decadent, the inside, the glass ceiling, and Panola Gill to the turn. It's Caveman Clear. Back straight quarter, 29.3. Out by about 10 metres at the top of the straight. Extends now, and the favourite was never in doubt. A wonderful piece of driving in that first 100 metres, and Caveman is going to career away for a big victory. Second South Africa. You're listening to Talking Harness in WA with Morton Michael Radley. This is Talking Harness in WA with Morton Michael Radley. Maddie Joan burst away from them from Parisian Party Girl running second then Queen Shenandoah, Typhoon Tiff dancing with Mac, it's all over though Mandy Jones a mile in front of Parisian Party Girl and then came battling on Typhoon Tiff, Queen Shenandoah and dancing with Mac but Mandy Joan is going to walk in over Parisian Party Girl and Typhoon Tiff and Mandy Joan raced away to win well from Parisian Party Girl. Yeah she's a, she's a nice mare Mandy Joan and another one bred by Steve Johnson, we spoke to uh, Dave Thompson whose champion was bred by Steve Johnson and he also owns Mandy, John, uh, Mandy Joan for Aiden DeCampo and uh, she was too strong last week, finished off really nicely. She goes around the last race tonight and uh, been well supported already, $1.40 into $1.34, up against Parisian Party Girl who's drawn four this week at uh, six fifty. fake news at $5 and just rock on by 
the stub make to fake news and the Gary Hall stable at 5.50 as well. So a nice race to finish mm, off a select race. group of, of mares in race four, but they've all got plenty of ability. So it should be a great race to finish the night off after we watch the ball go around in race oh. number nine. And uh, let's get into our next race that we got to look at here uh, with our form expert, uh, Scott Hill. And you can fo- follow Scott on Twitter if you uh, follow at Hill Bomber and he'll tweet Throughout the night, you might find some more tips as we go through, but let's have a look at race number five, which is the next race we're going to have a look at, which is Betty a Club with Tab Touch over the 21.30 metres, and we've got Happy As at $16. Sightseeing Anvil at 280 is the favourite. A Boy Named Rosie at $6. Q-Town Rip Roaring at $8. Talker Up at $6. I'm Johnny Jet 91 Claritin Huster at 31 Extreme Priest at 11 Charlie L., at $101, and that's the um, the front line on the back line. Has no fear. The uh, former Oaks winner at six fifty, Folsom Prison at eight fifty, and Naval Avia- uh, Aviator. <laughs> I've, I've done two it weeks again. in a row. Rats. Two weeks now. I'm, I'm travelling beautifully. <laughs> I didn't sleep very well last night, <laughs> and it's at uh, twelve dollars. But we have the favourite here, Sightseeing Anvil at two eighty. How do you see it, Scott? I like the mare talker up here uh, back into this grade. She's a, she's a big class dropper. If we look at the horses she's raced against over the last month or so, you've got the likes of Mandy Joan, Fake News, Mighty Santana, Taruna Bromac. That all start pretty short here. Uh, she'll she'll roll forward, sit up outside of, I think, Sightseeing Anvil's the leader, and I think she'll just roll to the breeze. She's the type of mare that'll just run even sectionals. If she can run even sectionals right through the race, you know, she'll run 429s any day of the week, but she's not She's not a, you know, she's got no real change-up speed. So this race sets up for her nicely. I think uh, Emily can just roll to the breeze and just dictate as she likes. Yeah, very uh, very even race um, outside of the favourite at $2.80. You know, uh, Boy Named Rosie, $6. Q-Town Rip Roaring, 8 Talker Up, 6 uh, Has No Fear, six fifty, and Folsom Prism, eight fifty. So it's a... Uh, it's it's a competitive race, but I I think you're right, Bummer. I think if uh, Emily can just rate this horse in the breeze, and uh, they just roll along at a even tempo, very hard to beat. So, what's our what's our play in the fifth? Yeah, just a, a one unit bet. She's a really nice price, um, and I yeah you know she does need the race run on her terms, and if she gets it, I'm I'm confident that she can just plug away and and knock these off. There's a lot of opportunists in this race. And uh, as long as Emily can rate her nicely, I'm, I'm quite happy to have a one-unit bet her. And, and she's a, a great young driver, Emma Sivalko, and she seems, she seems to rate them perfectly in front as well. Very, very good. And horses run for it. Like, yeah, she's, yeah, she's, she's certainly, certainly no handbrake, that's for sure. No. All right, let's have a look at the last race we're going to dissect, and it's race number eight tonight. Uh, and it's over the uh, 25.03 metres, and uh, it's a stand start, the Tab Touch Giddy Up uh, premium form stand start. And we have uh, from the front line, the first four, we have Kiwi Kiwi Bloke, first up for uh, Oliverian Voke at 195, Pearly Gates at 19, On My Oath at 12, and Major Shard at 550. And then off the back line of 10 metres, we have I'm Rock and Roll Magic at $5. Maximum demand at fifteen, Bud Sidewinder at eighteen, and Rebel with a grin at five dollars. How'd you see the stand start, Scott? Yeah, another one at a bit of value here that uh, was he was massive last start in the stand when he actually missed the start. He's only had two stands, both from one, which is not ideal for a newcomer to the stands. They they tend to sort of balk and 
and can be a little bit tentative from the one barrier. Tonight he goes to the outside of the front and looking back through his last five starts, he hasn't been beaten more than six and a half metres in any of them. Against, once again, you know, we list horses like Forgotten Highway, Parmesan, The Last Parisian, Lord Roscoe, Tiffany Rose. Once again, any of those go around in this race, they start pretty short. Uh, we're a little bit sort of eyes eyes half closed at the start with him. He, he hasn't rocketed off the tapes, but I think that's more to do with the fact he's been in that one barrier. Really, really happy to see him outside the front tonight. Horses tend to step much better from outside the front when they're when they're not brilliant beginners. And if he lands in the first four or five, he'll shake the life out of this. He he smashed the clock in his last half there last week after missing the kick about thirty metres. Yeah, it was an incredible run. He he just took it took a couple of steps and uh, finished. You know, settled back at the rear and um, yeah, it was a, a huge run to 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 come home and uh, and finish that close. So. As you said, steps tonight um, up there close and be very hard to beat at a nice price too, Bomber. So what's the what's the play in the eighth? I marked him around the four dollar mark. So um, yeah, still plenty of value there. We'll have uh, one unit play Major Shard. If, if he steps, I think we're on pretty good terms with ourselves. So one unit at five dollars fifty. So overs at the moment, which is what we want. So yeah. Mate, just before we go, we had Dave Thompson on and he got the cash for us with um, uh, Max Gold last week. He's in an in interesting race, race number seven. Just quickly, your thoughts on this race. It seems we've got a speed in the race. We've got There You Go, who's drawn well, Robbie Easton. And Stroke of Luck was fantastic behind um, mm, sure um, Chicago Bull last week, dropping back in class at 240. And Max Gold on the back line at, at 850. It's a, it's a really good race. It is a ripper race. Uh, there you go. He's... He only knows one way. He'll have to try and cross the one, which I think he can. He's certainly got blistering gate speed, but he tends to begin better from wide. But I think he'll still cross the one. Robbie Easton, you know, this, he just keeps having tough runs week after week mm. after week. He's been breezing, breezing, breezing. Last week he found the front, had to work really, really hard to do so, and then he sort of walked late. So I think that could be starting to play on him a little bit. And, yeah, stroke of luck. He was very good to his first up in the state. And he, he's just continued to improve. That run last week, as you said, against the Bull, like who would have thought a horse that could run Chicago Bull in those times to two metres uh, would be getting over $3 in a race like this? So, I'm, yeah, I'm confident he wins tonight as well. OK, there you go. That might be something for us as well. And also tonight, you'll have one eye on Gloucester Park and one eye on the footy. Dave Thompson's an Essendon fan. Mortz is an Essendon fan. You're obviously an Essendon fan with the uh, uh, Twitter handle Hill Bomber. Dollar <laughs> forty one Brisbane Essendon three dollars. Can Ooh. they get the job done tonight? Oh, I'd like to say so, Rads, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I'd be much more confident about the the, the Gloucester Park results than the result <laughs> up at the Gabba tonight. But, <laughs> Yeah, they did. Uh, yeah, I'll be I'll be more hopeful than confident. That's for sure. They All tried right. their best last week to get uh, beaten oh. bomber, but uh, looking forward to tonight. There's some real confident uh, bets and some really good uh, value and overs. So, should be a great night, and hopefully the bombers get up and just top it off, and we can continue Ab- after winning week last week as well. So, well done, bomber. Absolutely, if we can keep it rolling on, that'll be nice. All right, good on you, mate. We'll talk to you next week. Have a good weekend. Thanks, guys. Have a great weekend. All right. The first race tonight is at 5.17 from Gloucester Park, a big 10 race card. This is uh, SEN 6.57 track, uh, brought to you by Retrovision, Tab Touch, Bayswater, Mazda, 
Lones one, two, three. The nude nut, uh, Steve Sell and uh, Anthony, Anthony and the team out there at Bayswater Mazda. So uh, great uh, supporters. Uh, a, a horse that's flying at the moment is the Craig Cross Luke McCarthy trained and driven cash and flow. Nine wins in a row last Saturday night. Have a, have a listen to this for sectionals. 25-3 out of the gate, 29-6, 28-1, home in a leisurely 26.2 for a career-best 149.2. The scary thing is, Luke said he's not the best horse in the stable. Wow. He's, debut, he's, he's returning to the track um, uh, this Saturday night with King of Swing. But let's go to the break with win number nine on end for Cash and Flow. It's cash and flow in full stride, 200 to go. Leads by eight metres, make it nine, make it ten. Eyes ah, in cruise control, cash and flow. He is a gem of a horse in peak of his powers. That's nine straight and five tonight for Luke McCarthy and it cruises into win. You're listening to Talking Harness in WA with Morton Michael Radley. This is Talking Harness in WA with Morton Michael Radley. He goes up to giving the stare, and they set down to go head and head right behind them. Sir Ledick just driven up in the one-one courageous saint to try and keep Sir Ledick in the pocket, and deeper out. Repeat after me, but around the turn, twenty-eight-three, the quarter down the back, and Moran hit the go button on Lock and Varad ran past San Carlos trying to hang on for second. Sir Ledick's out into the clear. He had a look around to see where they've all got to on Lock and Varad, and he's just far too good for them. Was there ever any doubt? He wins easily. Lock and Varad by ten. Yeah, that was just arrogant. Lockenvara returning to the track and uh, just scoot around to the death and just too good for him in the end. Uh, Lockenvara, Jason Bonington, as we welcome you in, and uh, it was the epitome of arrogance and uh, great to see him back on track where we think he should be anyway. Yeah, look, well, look there's no doubt it was a, he couldn't have been possibly more impressive. There was nothing spectacular about the time, but it was just the way he won. And we're clutching at straws here. This is about as uh, the skinniest straw as you can clutch at. But Lock and Burrard defeated Seletic by nine metres in that race. We get to see ride high against Seletic at Bendigo on Saturday night. And I'm sure for anybody trying to create comparisons, that's going to be the only tiny, ridiculous benchmark we might be able to uh, compare them on. How far ride high beats Seletic by Saturday night? Yeah, but he might try in the race ride high. <laughs> that might be the well, difference. I mean, the, try and run time. The, uh, uh, and then they're completely different. So yeah. This is a short trip compared to a middle trip. Right high will find the front. So yeah. it actually means nothing. But no. we need something. They're not going to race against each other for a while, Mick. No. So we need to compare them somehow. Just quickly, your horse, uh, <laughs> San Carlo, <laughs> where's he at the moment? What, what do you think? I'm not. I look at. You, you know, I don't know what to say. <laughs> he said, let's say he's at the deep. The deep, deep twilight of what has yes. been uh, what, what has been a very enjoyable career that never, never yielded that Group One victory. But of course, he won an Inter Dominion qualifier yeah. over there in Perth. And he did, look, he, he he's been a wonderful horse. But unless this is some aberration campaign at his age, I think uh, I think we might have seen the best of Murray. Well spoken by his number one fan there in Justin uh, Jason Bonnet. <laughs> It's very, it's, it's very hard for me, Morse. You know that. It's, this, is, this is a sensitive subject, but we've gotten through it. Well, have you got any winners for us this week? I reckon, uh, I reckon CK Spurs. So he didn't do the job for us last week. I actually owe you boys something. So Where are CK we going, Spurs. Bendigo? I, I, yeah, we're going to Bendigo. I just think that 
Kate Gath is doing an amazing job. She's the number one driver, metropolitan driver in Victoria this season. But I think maybe they disrespected Cash Lover a little bit last week and thought, oh, we can just sit parked and we'll outclass her. But Cash Lover's a vastly improved mare. I think CK Spur, 2,650 metres standing start, former Kiwi. I love all that. That all works for me. I think you'll lead and I think you'll win. You're getting... Better than $2 at the moment. I marked it at $1.70 and thought I was being pretty liberal. So I reckon CK Spur getting early back it to win and it's the best on the program. And it's slightly better value. First race in the card, first 150 metres, probably first 100 metres, you'll have your heart in your mouth because my better lady is about eight hands high and has no gate speed. But from gate one, if she can just do enough to make sure only one horse crosses her and that horse can get her to the sprint lane, she will win. She opened $6. I marked her two. She's already been supported into around 420 but the money's going to keep coming because she's the best horse in the race from what should be a good draw but yeah, it'll just be that first 100 150 meters she's just got to scurry through well enough to make sure she doesn't get crossed by the wrong horse so that's race seven number one in the stand start and then race one number one my better lady those are the two best, but yeah, really, if you've only got one and you want to run them through multis, boys, with everybody else's tips, I'm very, very, very confident CK Spur wins race seven number one at Bendigo. All right, beautiful. Mate, we'll talk to you next week. Hopefully there's racing in uh, in Melbourne this week and there's no more uh, cancellations or postponements of meetings and we're back on track with the, the regional racing. We'll take any good news we can possibly get, boys. Thanks for it. Good on Have you, mate. Good weekend, JB. Jason Bonington there, our man in Melbourne. And let's go to Sydney where um, we speak to Ben Cray. And, Ben, we just uh, played just previously Cash and Flow winning nine on end and going a career best of 149.2. And this week we're going to see Luke McCarthy roll out another superstar in King of Swing, who he says is better. Well, yeah. Well, King of Swing's probably got the runs on the board in the uh, in the very top grade, but um, it's hard to go past Cash and Flow at the moment. So we've got some good uh, good clashes coming up in New South Wales as well as Victoria, obviously. So uh, it'd be good when they all can get together finally again, won't it? Yeah. It, it, well, hopefully we can. But um, depending on what happens from day to day, it changes, doesn't it? Like we just don't know who's going to be able to travel and where and, and, and if the, the, the connections can go with them as well, which is going to be the, the big the big question as well. But hopefully we'll get to see a few of them over here for um, for our pacing cup in, in November, December. Speaking of travel, I'm up here in lovely Darwin for the Darwin <laughs> Cup and I, did, and I did see your brother uh, yesterday. <laughs> He's hard to and miss. I, said, <laughs> I, I know. And I said, look, Mick said, uh, I said, your brother said to say hello to you. Yeah. And he said, which brother? And I said, Mick. <laughs> and he goes, how do you know Mick? And I said, I do a radio show with him. He goes, does he do a radio show? And yeah. I said, well, there you go. Oh, they talk often. Yeah. <laughs> I, I did know he was in Darwin, which is a surprise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they've been up here for a couple of weeks. So anyway, we've got the cup on on Monday so, and the... Uh, and the dog's on Sunday night, so it should be a good day, yeah. a couple of days. We, we have a much better brother who lives in New Zealand, so that's why he was probably asking. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, BK, can you, find, um, can you find a couple for the weekend and maybe even one in Darwin for us? Oh, jeebus. Um, all right. I'm not, I haven't looked at Saturday yet, I must admit. I've been having a little bit, bit too much fun here on the golf course, etc. But uh, I have had a bet tonight at Newcastle. Yeah. And I've got three three quick ones there for you. In race two, I like number 10, Jackaroo Shannon. It's going to follow out the likely leader in Major Mondo. Uh, 
I don't really uh, rate Major Mondo too high. I think Jacker Shannon is coming back from some better class races. Um, it's one twice on the track. Mick Formosa will get it through to a nice spot early. And I think it could be too strong there. I think it's probably... 350 on about tab touch? 350. Five, five, to, five to two on the bookmakers old lingo. And I think, look, just for a little saver, we've kicked it a couple of times on here and it's run some really good races and buckle down buddy at that sort of four four sixty-five dollar mark could be the saver in that race. It's going really well. All right. Um we're gonna we're gonna move over to race three and I like Corbo here, number six. Um Clayton Harmy's got uh two in the race, probably the likely leader early, Brittany Jane, and I'll be I wouldn't be surprised if Corbo can, can cross it eventually there over the longer journey. And this horse has been going okay in better races again. It's always around the money. And I think out in front here, uh, with probably the main danger on its back, I think it looks uh, fairly good value at anything anything in black odds, to be honest. Well, there, it's $3, $3 tab touch. $3 tab touch for Corbo. Top odds in the world. I'm yeah. just looking at my little odds comparison here. And top odds in the world, $3 there. So everyone can bet with the yeah. bet limits. Beautiful. And we go to race eight. Number seven, My Blue Healer. Look, I'm not overly uh, excited about this race. I thought there was only two hopes, and the market suggests it. I had to go back a long way in the form guide here to find out why to back this horse. And I go back <laughs> I go back a that. year ago. I'm not going to lie to you. I go back a year ago, and it did beat some reasonable horses here. Uh, Golovkin, get a rattle on, Western Air. And look, any of those type of horses here would be literally unbackable in this race. They, they really... It's, it's you know something's going to get its uh, Christmas early here in July, and I think number seven's got the uh, the draw advantage over the eight, and it's got a bit of gate speed, and I think it'll be in front of the eight, and that should be too good. And the rest of them really are, are pretty plain horses, to be honest. Well, there's uh, there's three of the best from the best in Australia, Mr. Ben Cray. Enjoy your time up there in uh, Darwin. Back a few winners and enjoy the sun. Well, I'm actually bookmaking, mate, up there. So uh, hopefully the uh, the punters don't back me. When that's, that's the... It's always a beautiful. And I've time got a horse there, in. Darling. I've got a horse in called I'm a puppet on Cup Day. Give it just a little each way, hope boys. Give it some strength. Oh, good right. luck, BK, and thank you once again. Thanks, guys. Have a good day. Good on you, mate. There you go, BK. And in Sydney, and just uh, repeating, King of Swing returns the uh, former WA horse in race number six to Saturday night at Menangle. Drawn eleven, currently a dollar forty up against Replace Eye and Ignatius, so uh, it goes around tomorrow. Another big show, Morts. Uh, thanks for your time. Hopefully we've found a, a few winners, and uh, we're going to do it all again next week. Yeah, thanks, uh, Rads. Very confident with uh, Bombers' selections tonight, and hopefully we can continue on from last week. So have a great weekend. All right, until next week. Bye for now. You're listening to Talking Harness in WA with Morts and Michael Radley. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semi finals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply.